digital transformation is really revolutionizing the processes that organizations use to manage change. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the VMware Runs on VMware podcast. In this podcast series, we will present how we have architected the digital transformation at VMware. We'll share our challenges, learnings, and enormous business impact created in our journey that you can leverage for your transformations. I'm Sarita Kar, Senior Manager at VMware IT, and I'll be your host for this podcast series. I'm excited to have Jason Konyard, the CIO of VMware, and Jerry Ibrahim, the IT CTO at VMware, on this episode. This is our very first episode on digital transformation. Welcome to this podcast, Jason and Jerry. It's great to have you with us today. It's great to be with you. Thanks, Jerry and Jason. So Jason, you became the CIO of VMware in the midst of a global pandemic. It must have been a very challenging period for you. Can you please share some of your experiences? Yeah, I'll be happy to do that. But before before I uh, before I do, let, let me just congratulate you and the team on your inaugural episode. Um, I'm excited to uh, to listen along uh, with everybody else as you build on all the topics and uh, interview different people. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Um, so uh, yes, uh, I, I'm happy to share a few things. Uh, we are, of course, all still learning and adapting to the world as, as the situation evolves. And like many companies, VMware pivoted, you know, from having most people working from our offices to 33,000 employees working remotely almost overnight, certainly over a long weekend. Um, prior to the pandemic, about 20% of our employees were remote or road warriors as we kind of think about them. And uh, when when we transitioned over that long weekend to, to having people being remote, that was 95% of employees working from their homes. So uh, a huge change, a profound change in fact. Um, uh, yeah, we're all coping and we're all adapting, but there are absolutely trade-offs. I think uh, I certainly miss human interaction and I think Zoom has been good to sustain some of those connections, but I absolutely miss being able to come and visit you know, my, uh, our colleagues in, in India and APJ and Europe and elsewhere and, you know, and hearing about people's personal stories and challenges and successes and things. So that's different. That's difficult. And, you know, I certainly miss out on that human interaction and look forward to that happening again. I think the other thing that's been amplified for me is that uh, remote work is a privilege. Uh, and not afforded to everybody. We're very fortunate at VMware. We happen to be in the knowledge work business and the technology business, which means that many employees, not all, but many employees can be productive remotely uh, because of the nature of the work that they do. <clears throat> and I think as we continue through this journey and hopefully you know, start to see people going back to offices and, or at least having the choice to do that, uh, we'll, we'll need to make sure we think about how we continue to connect people uh, regardless of where they work. Uh, so let me, I think there's uh, actually a couple of other points I was going to make as well. Um, uh, in, in times of challenge, I think the other thing I would say is that 
uh, you've got to think about how you how you operate and how you make choices as an organization i think that that's that's really important as well and at vmware one of the things we've done is we've really focused on our employees because that's part of our values and employee choice in particular so as we've thought about how we equip and we enable people we've really been thinking about how do we how do we make sure that people can be successful and productive in that hybrid work model where we find ourselves today so uh, and, it, and it kind of spins on from there so in terms of our learnings and how we continue to adapt and i think not just adapt to to be uh, to be uh, successful and to sustain in the current environment, but how do we adapt so we can actually thrive in the future, right? It's not just about how do you how do you continue operating the pandemic, but how can you learn from that? How can you take those learnings into the future with you? Sure, thanks, thanks, Jason, and thank you for leading us through this crisis in a humane manner. And as you mentioned, we have so many tools at our disposal that ensure that we can keep the collaboration going. And I can personally uh, vouch for the increase in productivity, you know, since I don't have to navigate through traffic anymore. So this adaptation has definitely worked for me. That's something I can say. Uh, Jason, we've heard a lot about uh, digital transformation. That seems to be the buzzword in the world of technology today. How would you define digital transformation and where are things headed at VMware? Yeah, it, uh, digital transformation or, or transformation in general is an interesting term because it gets thrown around um, a lot. And of course, it could mean many things to many people and many companies. I think, uh, I think the reality is you're seeing forms of digital uh, transformation everywhere uh, and in every sector. Uh, from farming to farmer, I think we see we see organizations and businesses big and small recognizing that technology can be a significant enabler. Uh, we take it so seriously at VMware. We in fact have somebody with the title Chief Digital Transformation Officer. So you know we, we really do think it's very important. Um, and in fact, uh, I would quote Mike Hayes, who happens to be my boss. Um, and uh, he says, you know, uh, the digital transformation is really revolutionizing the processes that organizations use to manage change. And I think that, you know, you could think about it more simply and just say, you know, you're transforming your ability to transform. And it, it's not just about technology. And I think that's something that comes up quite a lot. It's people like, well, what technology is out there that can do this or what technology can do that? It's really about changing your mindset, thinking differently about how you can solve for, for new business needs or new, new needs in your organization. And thinking about it, not just with a technology lens, but thinking about it from a human perspective, thinking about it from a process perspective, because the technology can be a great amplifier, but if you don't think about the human elements, and if you don't think about the process elements, then you're not going to be successful. All you're going to end up at the end of the day is a lot of different technology with not a lot of thought behind what actually it's supposed to do. And there are a lot of other companies as well from a change perspective, from a mindset change perspective that no longer exist. Brands that were once very common in the United States like Kodak for, for cameras and photography and Blockbuster, which was a video rental company. Those were common names, family names that people would be very familiar with. 
but those organizations have either disappeared or shrunk significantly because they didn't recognize the opportunities that were occurring in the marketplace. In Kodak's case, the opportunity around digital photography. Uh, in Blockbuster's case, the opportunity around streaming content. So I think that it's important, it's imperative, in fact, for organizations to constantly think about the opportunities that lay ahead and not be frightened of them, but in fact, embrace them. Embrace them because it is both exciting, but it's also fundamentally critical to the continued success of the organization that people are in. Thanks, Jason. And it's perceptive that, you know, you bring the cultural angle along with the technology angle and it's more like a change in a mindset, as you said, rather than simply adopting a new technology. And it's more about the way of operating rather than the destination. And in it, our future podcast, yeah, sorry, Jason, please go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I agree with you. I think um, the, other, the other thing to think about as well is what opportunities it presents to you, not just in terms of transforming your technology and the mindset and the process, but also thinking about it as well as what opportunities it affords you to think differently. So if you take one of the things that we're doing at VMware is the fact that we now have more distributed work because we have to right now <clears throat> also means that we get to think about looking for talent differently. In the past, we would have looked for people who lived and lived in an area close to a place that VMware had an office. The challenge with that is you're missing out on all this amazing talent, all these incredibly talented people who could contribute to the success of the organization, um, but they don't live near you. Well, now we don't care about that because using, using things like, you know, video conferencing, using collaboration tools, we're able to extend the reach and the connectedness of our workforce. So now we can hire amazing talent regardless of where those individuals happen to be. So I think that, you know, it's a great example of thinking, yes, the pandemic is incredibly difficult. Yes, we're all adapting both professionally and personally to those circumstances, but it's also important to look at the silver linings and see how we can attract amazing talent and continue to build our diversity, equity, inclusion inside of the company as well. Absolutely. Embracing the changing uh, way of the world and uh, getting the new talent that was maybe not available to us earlier, you know, that's that's definitely opening up a world of new possibilities. Right. So, yeah. And, and uh, coming back to, you know, the digital transformation in our future podcast in this series, we will further explore how we embarked on the digital transformation journey at VMware. But before we go any further, uh, let's first find out uh, what uh, more about VMware runs on VMware. So over to you, Jerry. What is uh, VMware on VMware and how critical is it for our digital transformation goals? Well, first I'd like to say it is super critical, um, but to explain a little further, VMware literally runs on VMware products, apps and solutions, and we're honored to share our achievements and innovations uh, our innovative solutions as as a showcase to others you know we partner all across the business you know this includes everything from R&D to improve and deploy our VMware products in our environments and with sales to share our journeys with customers and partners we've had a major impact on improving collaboration throughout the company and introducing infrastructure programs to complement app modernization you know, being a technologist myself, I'm very proud of the positive impact 
the VMware and VMware program has had in our company. Thanks, Jerry. And it's good to know that at VMware, IT has a seat on the table. And we are one of the first customers of VMware products. And as you rightly uh, pointed out, right, we uh, partner with R&D to improve our products. And we also share our learnings and success stories with our customers through forums like uh, this podcast series. So moving on, uh, Jerry, every organization is working to be innovative at the cutting edge of technology. So how does VMware on VMware help us to stay ahead of this curve? Yeah, and this, this actually also ties back to the VMware on VMware. Uh, because, you know, as we're, um, our, you know, a first customer experimenting and using our products, we also identify new problems. And so I would say with innovation, the first step is being, uh, being able to find a good problem to solve. There are so many opportunities to simplify and streamline while running a business at our scale that, you know, and then now the second step is that empowering our incredibly talented uh, colleagues to focus on these problems while co-creating solutions with various product teams. We're constantly learning along the way how to best leverage these new technologies and surgically incorporating them into the newly created solutions. We're also uh, super careful to not start with the technology looking for a problem to solve. Absolutely. And uh, I agree with you on that. There are certainly so many opportunities to simplify and streamline. We just need to identify them first and then look at solving them. Coming back to you, uh, Jason, we touched uh, on this a bit in a previous question. Uh, now that we are moving to an anywhere workforce, can you gaze into your crystal ball and share your thoughts on how the future of work will evolve? <laughs> well, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. Let me, dust, let me dust my crystal ball a little bit. And see what <laughs> I, um, <clears throat> I think uh, I made reference earlier to values, and I think that it's an important place to start because if you're clear about what your values are, when you have to make difficult choices, you always have the thing to come back to, to ask the question, what's the right thing to do? And, and that was very much true for VMware as we entered the pandemic and as we've traveled through the pandemic, we've used our value and thought around employee choice as a guiding principle. It's allowed us to make difficult choices. It's allowed us sometimes to, to resolve what we think is a difficult choice very easily by coming back to that principle of employee choice. So allowing and enabling our employees to choose where they want to work from. Now, there are some boundaries to that, of course, because some roles don't lend themselves to working remotely. Some things do require physical interaction, um, but in an overwhelming uh, number of cases, we can give that flexibility to our employees. I think I also touched on briefly as well, the importance of inclusion and diversity and the fact that we can't, we no longer are constrained or tethered to a radius around a city that we have an office in really allows us to find amazing talent in new places. It also allows us to find people with different backgrounds. So that's very important to me and I believe will be critical to the company's success. And uh, which reminds me actually of a, a quote I love from Betty Sutter, or uh, Betsy Sutter, who is our chief people person at, at VMware. And uh, Betsy uh, has often said, people don't join companies, they join communities. And I love that because it reminds me also of how important our people are at VMware 
and it, you know and, and how that informs the choices and decisions that we make the cultural building blocks the rituals the behaviors that we have that create that cohesive sense of together uh, which is one of the things that I just love about VMware and and uh, definitely sustains me. Let me give you a technology, given I'm a technology person, let me give you a technology example of where technology and experience and people come together. Uh, about a year and a half ago, um, I observed that we have many, many different business systems from many different companies. Some created, some solutions created inside of VMware, some solutions that we license um, from other companies. But many of those tools allowed people to have a photo in them, a photo of themselves. And that photo was not just something that individual saw when they logged into the tool, but that image, that, that um, uh, photo would be visible to employees as or other employees in the company as they progress through systems. So a very simple example is a procurement system. Many people have to enter a purchase requisition for things, right? Whether it's, you know, pencils or, or servers or whatever it happens to be. And, uh, and it seems like a very simple tool and you'd be like, well, that's kind of boring. Why, why would you care? But the reality is there's often an approval chain that's involved in a procurement system. And it requires, you know, that approval to go from person to person, you know, to get approved, depending on the amount and the value and all those other things. Well, one of the things we wanted to do is get to a place where the identity, the vision or visual of Jason travels with that tool, with that approval. And we've now got to a place whether you're placing an order for something, a procurement for pencils or servers or whatever, uh, all the way through uh, to our other business systems, our HR systems uh, and our, our business process systems, you can actually see a photo of an employee. This creates more of a connection between us as we do our work. It's no longer purely ticking a box, but reminding us that we are active, interacting with other members of our team and other human beings. And that's something that's very important to me. And I think as we progress through the pandemic and move towards our future of work and a more distributed workforce, we will have to make sure that we remember, regardless of where we are, there are people at the other end and we need to make sure that we create environments and experiences that keep people included and don't disadvantage them regardless of their physical proximity. Absolutely, and the colleague photo management is definitely a great tool uh, because you just upload it in one place and then it goes across to all uh, the other systems and that's great. And uh, let me just add, it is a privilege to be part of the VMware community where you know, each one of us gets the freedom to choose where we work from while sustaining our cohesiveness, as you pointed out. And with so many great collaboration tools, I'm sure it's something we can definitely achieve as we move towards uh, the hybrid model. So changing tracks a little bit, Jerry, what are the top challenges on your agenda? Well, there are no shortages of challenges, uh, but let me focus on the top three. Um, you know, first, first it starts with transitioning to a SaaS and subscription business. This is my top priority. Uh, this is a very broad um, and, and touches almost every major component of our order to cash process. The way we sell, the way we build, the way we collect, the way we enable customers to self-service many new capabilities. Second, 
making all of our services easy to consume with a frictionless experience. You know, Jason just mentioned a, a good example from the colleague uh, photo uploader, but taking this to like everything in our operations, you know, taking all the components I just mentioned and making them faster and easier to use. This, this covers everything from web, mobile, and API transactions. Third, I would say simplifying our operations to scale more easily and to adapt to agility. When both processes and technologies standardize and we simplify um, the way we run our business, we'll spend less time dealing with the complexity and more time enabling the business on the next needed change. It helps us to focus on what matters the most. And, and, I, and I just don't want, I just want to underscore the importance of the process side of it and the change. Dealing with the change is one of the biggest parts of the challenge is the technology is oftentimes the easy part. Got it, Jerry. So transitioning to SaaS, frictionless experiences and simplifying operations to enable business agility. That is going to be our mantra moving forward. So before we conclude, Jason, what would be your advice to the other CIOs embarking on the digital transformation journey? Um, well, I'm sure I could learn plenty from them. I think that's important. I think sharing is Absolutely. sharing is really, really important. So I love the fact that you have this podcast and you're sharing our perspective and our journey. Uh, I think uh, keeping, um, you know, keeping those connections going with peers in other companies is also important and learning from their experiences too. So I have a couple uh, I'll share or at least offer. Um, I think important to remember there's no one size fits all strategy. Uh, every company organization has different considerations, whether it's different customers or partners or constituents um, and, and, uh, and different things they're striving for. So I think it's important to recognize that, you know, you can take lots of learnings from different places and, and put them together to meet your needs. I think uh, the digital transformation um, is definitely an organization-wide endeavor. It's not something that an IT team or a technology team can do in isolation. It is something that the organization has to do together because transformation is not just an act of technology, it's also process and mindset. So I think that that's really important. Um, I think having that unified vision is critical. You can't have a technology vision and a sales vision and a marketing vision and a support vision. You have to have a company vision, an organizational vision, because when you have that clarity, when the organization has that clarity, you can then build strategies and then approaches to solve or to address to help meet that outcome. I think that's very important as well. Um, while thinking about technology is very important, the culture around technology is critical. So Jerry touched on change um, and organizational change, very, very, a very important, often under anticipated um, step in all of that uh, is thinking about how technology changes, how process changes have a human impact. So I think thinking about the culture and how culture has a place to, uh, has a critic, is, is a critical part of that journey is important and not doing it as an afterthought. 
a little bit like security. It's often said that security has to be thought of at the beginning. I think the same around culture, the culture with technology. You've got to think about the experiences that you want to achieve and make sure that that is in the design, not uh, not an afterthought. Um, the other thing I would say is an organization's appetite for technology or an appetite for change and process enhancement is often huge. But what you have to do is decide where you're going to start. And you have to really prioritize ferociously and prioritize recognizing again what the outcome is. What is the vision and then what is the strategy and how do you ensure that you are focused on those things, not just on a wonderful wish list of things, but on the things that are really going to help you meet those outcomes. And then I think the very last thing I would say, which should not be missed, is that it's also important to celebrate successes. I think far too often, and I know I can be, be guilty of this, is that we move from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And as we've all been journeying through this pandemic, I think it's important to remember the humanity, the people that are involved, the successes, the shared successes that we have, celebrate them. Find unique ways to celebrate, find unique ways to recognize the accomplishments that we have. Uh, because I think it is, it's important to kind of replenish our tank of humanity. Um, it's important to recognize the effort and commitment that people share. And I believe that also readies us for the challenges that lay ahead. Absolutely. That was very insightful, Jason. And uh, I love that part about that holistic one vision that we need to uh, think of, you know, before embarking on the journey. And I love the part that uh, you said about remembering to celebrate. It's so important to celebrate all our successes during that journey. So that brings us to the end of our very first episode on digital transformation. Thank you, Jason and Jerry. It was absolutely delightful to have you with us today and to learn about your vision. It was great to be with you. Thank you. Thank you, Sarita. Thank you. Thank you. In the next VMware Runs on VMware podcast, we'll dive deeper into the story of digital transformation at VMware. If you wish to hear a podcast on a particular topic, please do leave a comment or contact us at vmw on vmw at vmware.com. Stay tuned for our next episode.